Good morning, my strong, strong friends. This is just Tiff here coming at you from Tiffany's Epiphanies. Um, so it is 3.15 a.m. Uh, talk about an early bird special. I set my alarm. I teach at Orange Theory Fitness in Dearborn. I do a 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. class and then I go uh and work a full day at the hospital, and then I come home, change, and go to Hunger House of Fitness um, and do my workout of the day. So it's a pretty long day, but it's totally worth it because I'm taking the time out too. Um, but typically I leave the house around 5 to get to OTF at 5.30 as I have to be there a half hour before class. Um, and I went to bed at 9 and woke up and was like, okay, time to be productive. So here I am, sipping my tea, talking to y'all. So I wanted to talk to you guys about a subject that I'm sure we all can relate to, whether it's in life, personal, fitness, work, um, and that is my lovely friend, stress, right? We have all experienced some form of stress in one way or another in our lives, and that's natural, that's normal. And there are good types of stresses, like you stress, um, not like you, <laughs> but like EU stress, um, like distress and you stress. So you stress is like good stress, like when you're planning for big events or doing things like they're fun, but there's that good amount of stress with it. And then there's the distress, which is all the negative stressors which, you know, can take its toll on the body, um, on your emotional and mental health. So it's very important to kind of take that into into account and go, hey, I need to take the breaks and find my balance of what works for me. So to help you guys out, um, I have a few tips, 16 tips, by the way. Um, on how to relieve your stress and anxiety. Now, some of these might work for you. Some of them might not. So it's just about finding, excuse me, individually what works for you um, and what would be best, okay? Because we all have, oh, that tea is so good. (laughs) We all have things that help us out. um, And the things that I'm listing are appropriate, awesome um, and effective for me. So hopefully you guys can take some of these and maybe try them if you haven't tried them before. See if they work for you because that's the best way. Um, but stress and anxiety is actually really common. And actually, statistically speaking, um, 70% of adults in the United States say they feel stress or anxiety daily. Bruh, that's a lot of stress and anxiety. So we want to try to lower that um, just to be more productive and Feeling stressed is no fun. So here's some ways. Number one, bay exercise. So, so very important. For me, it is my personal, it's like I call it my sweat therapy. When I am super stressed, and I I know this because I've done a little experiment. So let's say there's a day where, you know, a lot's going on at work. It's more of a stressful day at the hospital. Um, cause it's never stressful at OTF. That's like my fun job, but at the hospital can get kind of stressful work with, you know, a variety of clientele. Um, and some of them are, you know, psychotic or aggressive at times. So it can 
lead to an environment of stress at times. And I notice if I don't, like if I have a stressful day in that regard and I don't work out, oh Nelly, like it, it's so funny. It's so interesting how the body negatively reacts to that stress and anxiety. I just feel like more on edge. I feel like, you know, my poor fiance, Marcus, I'd be like, like snap at him. And it's like, he didn't do anything. I just, you know, don't feel as motivated. I feel anxious. It's not fun. So exercise is a great way to physically work through that mental stress. And there's big benefits too. So we have these lovely things called stress hormones. So exercise actually lowers your body's natural stress hormones. Cortisol. Cortisol is the thing that gives us, um, makes us retain body fat. So if you're stressed, it's actually harder for you to lose body fat and improve your body composition because uh, your body's like, what's going on? I'm stressed. I can't focus. I always, <laughs> I always think of my body and if I'm stressed out and the body's like, stop it. Like I just think of SpongeBob in the episode where his brain, like there's many of him inside his brain and all the files are on fire because he can't find. <laughs> That's how it feels when I'm stressed. Um, but exercise actually helps you to release those positive endorphins, which are chemicals in your brain to improve your mood and they act as natural painkillers. Double bonus. Second one, sleep. Exercise can actually improve your sleep quality, which can be negatively affected by stress and anxiety. So when you're stressed out, feeling anxious, your sleep usually suffers. Now I know it is like 3:20 in the morning, but I am not up this early because I am stressed. I am up this early cuz I got a good solid 6 and a half hours went to bed around 9 10 11 12 1 2 3. Yeah, woke up around 3. So got my 6 hours, not, you know, your body gives you those cues, so not too bad, but it can actually help you with sleep. My favorite, what's wrong with being confident? Confidence. When you exercise regularly, you feel more competent and confident in your body, which promotes mental well-being. When we feel good, look good, we do good. That's just, that's just how it goes. When you're not happy with the skin that you're in, you can feel stressed by that. It can cause anxiety. So trying to find an exercise routine that works for you. I mean, if you hate running, I always say this, if you hate running, probably shouldn't run finding something that works for you whether it's walking dancing rock climbing yoga weightlifting otf finding an activity that you enjoy boxing finding something you're like okay i would zumba i would totally go do this right um let's see next up oh my gosh my favorite so for those of you that know me i'm candle obsessed bath and body works yes and i'm a big fan of aromatherapy so for me, when I'm stressed, like smelling a certain scent can help me put me in that like zen mood, whether it's a candle or essential oils. Absolutely love it. So some of the soothing scents, we've got lavender, rose, bergamot, uh, sandalwood's good. Anything orange to kind of give you that orange you glad you're not stressed. Um, I like ones that smell like food, honestly. That just makes me feel happy. Um, but they say, studies have shown that using scents to treat your mood in aromatherapy can decrease anxiety and help you improve your sleep. So like if I smell lavender, it's more calming to me and helps you sleep better. All right, next one up. 
reduce your caffeine intake. Ooh, yeah. So caffeine is actually one of the widely abused drugs in the world. Um, I do like a little of my caffeine. I got my turnip tea and I do like my coffee from time to time. Um, caffeine obviously is a stimulant found in coffee, tea, chocolate, um, and high doses of it can increase anxiety. And everyone has a different threshold for how much caffeine they can tolerate. For me, it's just like with alcohol, low tolerance. I can't have a lot of caffeine. I'll get super jittery. Um, so if you notice that you're getting jittery or anxious or having a hard time breathing or whatever it can be, um, just cut back. Like I do like a cup a day if I do coffee or maybe two cups of tea. Um, and coffee can be healthy in moderation. So think of it that way. Next up. Write it down. Oh my gosh, journaling. Journaling is such a great way to relieve that stress in a positive way, whether it's recording it, um, writing it down, wrapping it out, singing it out, and um, finding the things that you're grateful for. So I myself keep a gratitude journal and it really helps me. Hold on one sec. Oh, I'm grateful for that tea. Whew. It really helps me to stay centered. Um about what I want. So when I look at it, I go, oh, like I find my top five. Five just helps me because we got five fingers on our hands, right? High five. That's a positive thing. I try every other day. Um, I know that sounds weird, but sometimes if you write down something you're grateful for every day, you become kind of desensitized to it. So I do five things I'm grateful for every other day. And I list these things and then I read them. I'm like, wow, like when you focus, when you actually focus on the positive things, it can be so easy to get wrapped up in the negative and those types of things. So when you find the positives in your life, it's incredible. And what you focus on will grow. So if you focus on stress and anxiety, it's going to grow in your life. If you focus on the positives, like now I know stress and anxiety aren't going to go away. Those stressors, whether it's work, personal life, whatever, aren't going to go away, but you can address them. And work through them in a positive way. So journaling can be a great way to do that. Um, another way is chewing gum. For me personally, I kind of get bloated at times when I chew gum. But it can be a great stress reliever for people. Um, because they actually say <laughs> that chewing gum causes brain waves similar to those of relaxed people. So chewing gum actually promotes blood flow to your brain. And just helps you to get on and breathe and be mindful of chewing that gum. So if it doesn't bloat you, faux show. Next up, one of my favorites. All of these are great, but this one is amazing. Spend time with friends and family. So important. So social support from friends and family can actually get, help you get through some really tough times in your life. So if you have a really good positive support system, it can be super important. So a study actually found that women specifically, go ladies, um, spending time with friends um, and family helps really release oxytocin which is a natural stress reliever and there's an effect called tend and befriend and it's actually the opposite of the fight or flight so you guys are familiar with fight or flight like if you're in a situation of danger you either stay and fight or you run okay so in this case it's tend and befriend so you meet someone um and you have that friendship and oxytocin is released it's a win-win so keep in mind that both men and women can benefit from friendship um, 
And studies have found that men and women with the fewest social connections were more likely to suffer from depression and anxiety. So it's super important to have strong social ties to help you lower your anxiety or have a choice few friends. Does that mean you have to have a zillion friends? Absolutely not. Just a positive support system through friends and family. Oh my gosh, guys, I love to laugh. Laughter is so important. It's actually really hard to feel anxious when you're busting at the seams laughing. And it's actually good for your health. There are actually a few ways it can help you relieve stress. It actually helps relieve your stress response, and it relieves tension by relaxing your muscles. So in the long term, laughter can actually improve your immune system and your mood. A study among people with cancer found that people in the laughter intervention group experienced more stress relief uh, than those who were just simply distracted. So find a hilarious TV show, a funny Netflix show, or a friend that's just hilarious. Finding the humor in that or watching a comedy show. That's what I do. Like when I'm stressed, I want to laugh, y'all. I put on, Kevin Hart is one of my favorite people. So I put him on, I'm like dying. I love it. So like when you can, when I can put him on or any of my favorite like comedians that I know, I'm like, oh my gosh, Jim Gaffigan, any of them, I just start cracking up. It helps. It helps relieve that stress. This is one that I work, work on daily and I feel like I'm getting better at it, but some of you guys might feel me. So let me know. Learning to say no. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Sipping the tea. Mm-mm. So not all stressors are within your control in your life, but some actually are. So taking control over the parts of your life that you can change and maybe parts that might be causing you a little bit of stress. So one way to do this might be to say no more often, okay? There's this negative connotation around the word no, but it can be actually really empowering. And it's about knowing your boundaries and your limits. So it's especially true if you find yourself taking on more you can handle. Maybe you're juggling lots of responsibilities, you're feeling overwhelmed. So being selective about what you take on and saying no to things that will unnecessarily add to your load can reduce your stress level. So like if someone's asked you for a favor, you have a lot going on, like you can tell them, hey, like maybe another time. And if they're a great friend, they'll totally understand. Um, it's so important to set those boundaries. Be like, hey, mentally right now, I can't take on something extra. I really hope you understand. Um, I just want to keep my stress levels low. So learning to say no. Now, should you say no all the time? No. You need to say yes to things too. But just finding that balance. Ah, learning to avoid procrastination. I'm like, that's like my middle name. Um... It can actually leave you scrambling, which can cause stress. Like if you don't feel prepared in something, it can negatively affect your health and your sleep quality. So get in the habit of making a to-do list, which I've actually started to do, a to-do list. And it's actually been helpful, like especially in my fitness life. So my life has gotten super duper busy in the past few months in a good way. So um, just a little recap of my life. Um, I currently work three jobs. So on most Monday nights, I teach over at the workout warehouse in Riverview. I train one class there from 530 to 630 every Monday. Um, Tuesday mornings, I teach one class at OTF Dearborn 
Friday evenings two classes and Sundays I teach a four class block starting at 7 a.m. which means I have to be there at 6 30 a.m. Okay, so I teach at Orange Theory Fitness Dearborn part-time. And then I also work full-time um, at Taylor Beaumont as a rec therapist. So I dabble a little bit of everything. So in my life, I have to really look at my, you know, planner of life and be like, okay, I need to schedule this out. And I know this is probably something that like drives people crazy, but like I always feel bad. I'll be like, okay, I need to know exactly so I can fit it in. Like for me, like to make plans, I can't just be like, okay, like on a whim, like I have to, I can do it as long as I have, you know, as long as I have notice ahead of time, I can finagle my schedule and make it work. But it's about finding that balance because I literally, most days, I do something every day. Um, my one free day, which is nice, um, cause Mark got a new job, super excited. So he's actually going to be working afternoons. So we're going to be on opposite schedules. So like I typically work, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, eight to four thirty. Thursday, Friday, seven to three thirty, And then I'm typically off most weekends at the hospital at least. Right. So Saturdays are usually my one free day cause I don't teach on Saturdays. Um, so like Friday nights and Saturdays are like my day to be with him. So it's really nice. Um, cause he's off, his job is Sunday through Thursday. So he's off all day Friday and all day Saturday. So like if I'm happen to be off from the hospital, I get the day with him. I still get the night with him if I work on Friday, teaching two classes. And then we can either go out on a Friday or Saturday and get to spend the day with him. So it's just really nice. Um, and finding that balance. And it's been great because he's been helping me. Oh my gosh, I've been so great, so grateful. Excuse me. Um, and appreciative because he's been meal prepping. Like I opened the fridge um, yesterday. And I swear I almost cried because all of my stuff was weighed out. It was like my grilled, tur- my um, ground turkey, my broccoli, my cauliflower rice. Like was all in my Tupperware containers with a little note and um it just made me so happy like all my snacks prepped makes my shakes in the morning like just those small things and they are so helpful to me um and he sees and lets me know every day like how much he appreciates all the things I'm doing right now and I'm doing a lot (laughs) and to me it's like it doesn't seem like a lot but it is like it's just adding in that balance and finding what works for you so having that to-do list can actually help so for me I schedule out my life in a good way now is everything in my life like scheduled planned no but just because of how busy I am you know I have to write it down so I want to give a shout out to my friends and family for totally loving me and understanding how busy I am but just know that I always make the time for you guys and I always try to finagle my schedule to see y'all I know it's not as open as I wish it would be but I always make the time for y'all, and I love y'all, just so you know. Next up, kind of with exercise, um, I put this one in a league of its own. Take a yoga class. So yoga has actually become a popular method of stress relief and exercise among a lot of age groups. I'm a big fan. So while yoga styles differ, uh, most share a very common goal, which is to join your body and mind, which is known as the mind-body connection. Helps you be more aware of your body. So yoga is actually something, it's so funny. So I feel like there's a big misconception in yoga. People go, oh, that's just stretching. I'm like, dude, yoga is hard. 
So for me, like I lift weights, I do a lot of, you know, interval training. Um, so I do a little bit of everything and, you know, boxing, I love it. And yoga is the one thing that I need to like focus. It helps me be mindful because I'm a very go, go, go type of person. So when you're like, go, 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 and you're always on the move and you're always, you know, trying to do those things, it can, it gives me that moment to say tiff. It's kind of like life goes slap, slap in the face says tiff. You need to be mindful because sometimes when life is busy and you have a lot going on, we tend to forget. We tend to be like, oh gosh, I got to do this next thing. I got to do the next thing. And that can also cause stress and anxiety. So it's really important to say, whoa, Nelly, like relax. Breathe in, breathe out, and be mindful of what your your body's an amazing thing. So there's actually been some studies on that as well. Um, I actually teach it. Um, I'm not certified, but I teach it in the hospital, um, modified yoga, and patients love it. So researchers found that yoga can actually enhance your mood and can actually be as effective as antidepressants at treating depression and anxiety. Um, so a lot of these studies are limited, but there's questions about how yoga works to achieve that stress reduction. Also helps with that wonderful cortisol, that stress hormone, um, helps lower that blood pressure and heart rate, and also helps increase your GABA. GABA is a neurotransmitter. It's actually lowered in mood disorders. So when you increase your, your GABA, okay, then you are increasing your feel-good chemicals in your brain. Next up, and this is something that I'm going to do um, this morning, actually, which I do before every class I ever take, is practice mindfulness. So mindfulness describes practices that anchor you to the present moment. It can actually help com- uh, combat the anxiety-inducing effects of negative thinking. So it can be so easy to ruminate on negative things or to find the things that were like, oh, I suck at that. Or I'll never be good at that. Or I can't do that. Or why do I even bother doing this? Like I'm terrible. And you start to believe it. Like when you negatively talk to yourself, that is the dialogue that you go with. Like you would never talk to a friend like that. So why would you talk to yourself like that? So mindfulness actually really helps you practice those things. Woo! Now there's several methods for increasing mindfulness. There's mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, um, stress reduction, yoga, meditation. Um, for me, I use Headspace. Oh my gosh, so amazing. Headspace is one of my favorite things. So Headspace is an app. Um, a lot of times people have a hard time with mindfulness in terms of meditation because they feel like they're thinking. Like, I'm a thinker, so I'm like, oh, my thoughts. I'm like, squirrel. Like, that's how I work. But they have like two-minute meditations, one-minute meditations, three-minute meditations, like and they have it broken down at like stress and anxiety, things that'll work for you. Um, so it's pretty cool. So finding that balance of things that you need, which is pretty nice. Oh my goodness, cuddles. Um, cuddling, kissing, hugging, and sex can all actually help relieve stress. So positive physical contact, I always say you need at least a hug a day, can help release oxytocin and lower your cortisol levels. Um, it can help lower your blood pressure and heart rate, and those are physical symptoms of stress. They found in studies that humans aren't the only animals who cuddle for stress relief. Chimpanzees also cuddle friends who are stressed, which is really sweet. 
Listen to soothing music. Yes. So music can just speak to you in ways that other things can't. When I'm feeling stressed out, I know it sounds weird, but like I listen to acoustic guitar of like indie folk artists <laughs> or Hozier. <laughs> um, and it makes me feel better. Like slope, it could be instrumental music. It could be your favorite artist, like helps lower that blood pressure and those stress hormones. Um, so just, or even just nature sounds like hearing the waves can actually help you to relieve stress. So kind of like mindfulness. Sorry, y'all. I got the yawns. Um, focusing on deep breathing, which is actually connected to meditation. Mental stress activates your sympathetic nervous system. So remember how we talked about fight or flight mode. So during this reaction, stress hormones are released and you experience physical symptoms. So a faster heartbeat, quicker breathing, and constricted blood vessels, which doesn't help with the blood flow. So deep breathing exercises can help activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which controls your relaxation response. So when you breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth, Focusing on that breath, that diaphragmatic breathing, abdominal breathing, or belly breathing. It can really make you aware of your breath, making it slower and deeper. Um, It helps you slow your heart rate and can make you feel more peaceful. If you have an animal, oh my gosh, spending time with your pet. I wish I had a pet. Um, I wish I had time for a puppy. I will get time for a doggy, but right now I don't, so... But um, having a pet can actually help reduce stress and improve your mood. So interacting with pets can help release release oxytocin, which helps you have a positive mood. And just having that companionship. So bottom line, y'all. So even though stress and anxiety can pop up in your life, in your personal life, in your workplace, these are just some very simple ways to reduce the pressure you might be feeling. Um, and maybe help reduce the source of your stress. So exercise, mindfulness, music, physical intimacy, all of these things can work to help relieve your anxiety and hopefully to improve your overall work, work-life work balance as well. Because I think that's one of the biggest things is finding that work-life balance. A lot of times people feel like they're at work all the time. We do spend a majority of our time at our jobs. So And some of them can be stressful. So when we're like, ugh, I just need... But release, I need something. So using, hopefully you guys can use some of these tips. Uh, message me on the gram at jimintonic92 or hit me up on Facebook. Um, and just, you know, see if you try any of these tips, if it worked for you, if any of these were helpful to you. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast on this terrific Tuesday. I hope you all have a wonderful meaningful and productive rest of your day. And I will talk to y'all on Thursday. Bye.